This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Good morning. And thank you for joining us. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show for today. For the next uh, several hours, the Buzz Adams Morning Show is on the air, and we thank you so much for joining us and spending part of your day with us. Here's the toll-free studio line. We've been getting some really uh, good calls, I've noticed, the past uh, couple of weeks, so we want to keep that up. Uh, Toll-free studio line is 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. We fired up our Facebook feed so you can also watch uh, what's happening in the studio and listen to what's happening on the show over at Facebook. Just look for Buzz Adams Morning Show. There's also a chat which you can uh, enter if you dare. You just sit back and watch what the other chatters are talking about. Sometimes you get a you get two shows going on at once. You get our show and you get the chatters in our Facebook feed. So if you would like to, you can head over to uh, to Facebook for that. Coming up on the show later today, we're we're going to have an Am I the A-Hole. Uh, Brandon's going to bring bring it to us. It's a doozy. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to know what it is yet, but but I kind of want to, you know, is it a is it a good one? Is it, is it one that's going to be... Uh, here's the thing about Am I the A-Hole. It's people write in and say, hey, here's what's going on. There's a situation... I'm, am I the a-hole in this situation? And people tell them if they are or not. It's the a good one. really good ones are when when the opinions split. Sometimes the the opinions like oh, 100% dude, you're you're an a-hole or 100% you're not, but uh we'll get to that coming up later today. Good news, bad news of the week. Remind me what Goop is again? That's the Gwyneth Paltrow uh store. Where everything smells like uh, vulva or or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the goop, what? Catalog or goop? Like Christmas wish list. Okay. All right, that's out. So there's there's gonna be just wacky stuff on that. Well, uh, no winner is declared yet. If you're just waking up in the presidential race. They're counting uh, votes. The mail-in votes continue to come in. You know, I watch uh, CNN. I'll check on MSNBC and see what's going on. And when I watch those, I'm like, oh, no, this is this is still totally up in the air. It could, it could go either way. It's only when I tune over to Fox uh-huh. and I just see the doom and gloom <laughs> and talking about the election was rigged and the election was stolen. It's like... Well, for whatever reason, Fox thinks they thinks Trump lost, uh-huh. and then you switch back over to CNN, and it's all like, "Now don't count your chickens before they're hatched." You know? <laughs> did you uh, did you power watch a lot of news oh, yesterday, Brandon? Oh yeah, you I said did, you were buddy. looking forward to it. Oh, that's all I did yesterday. Well, I mean, I, I work around the house and do some other things, but yeah, I had, uh, and so it was which pretty much locked me in on CNN. For the day, I usually like to flip around, but since I was doing other things, kept it on CNN for the most part. And kind of what you saw yesterday was 
the trends of Pennsylvania and Georgia really closing that gap where Biden was able to come back. I think that the Georgia lead right now for Trump's maybe 20,000 votes. So it's yeah, like pretty, pretty razor thin. And then, for instance, here's an example of what I was talking about. On Fox News, they've already called Arizona for Biden. Yep. But on CNN and MSNBC, they they haven't called it for Biden. It's well, almost it's, like they're it's almost like they don't want to jinx it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's, and, it's, and, and it's, they're it's, cautious. It's very much like that. But it's also the, just the sheer fact that it has not gone to Biden yet. There's still a lot of votes to come in. That was the one where Biden had a bigger lead. And even as they were counting them yesterday, they they came through and they did uh, like a vote dump last night where it was like, hey, here's the results of, I think it was maybe 80,000 votes or something like that. And when they did that, Trump closed the gap in Arizona. So he he made up some ground. Yeah. So this thing is still far from over. And it's awesome! One uh, thing that I think is worth noting is that they're counting on all these votes coming in. Uh, Pennsylvania, I think Pennsylvania's, like if if Pennsylvania were to swing Biden, I, I think they'd said it's over. No, it is over because uh, Pennsylvania is what twenty yeah. electoral votes. He's already at two fifty three. Uh, so, so yeah, if if it goes that way, it's it's over. But a lot of people are like, well, why are all these mail in votes mostly for Biden? Maybe because Biden wasn't actively discouraging his supporters from mailing <laughs> in their vote, right? Yeah. Oh my God, have you seen the Bernie Sanders clip that called this like a week ago? No, oh, I've he seen it. nailed it. What do you say? Just exactly what's he said going exactly on. Exactly what's going on. I, I I can get the clipper. You can find the clip over at buzzadamshow.com. What I expect to see on election night. I'm just guessing what it would be like. So basically, I mean, other than the time that Trump told his voters or his supporters to vote twice. He pretty much told him go to the you know don't do the mail in voting the mail in voting and those rig the, the mail in voting cast first. So, yeah, on election night, some of the places where it looked like Trump had a lead, it's like, well, we got to count these mail-in votes. They're legally, they were legally mailed in, and not as many of them were for Trump as for Biden. I would say that's to be expected. Uh, all right, let's go around the room. Everybody share what you're working on Hold on, uh, I got today. this for you. This sounds like... I'm not leaving. All right. Told like that, wasn't jo- that wasn't Bernie Sanders uh, summarizing what happened from last night. That was, what, a week ago? That when was he pretty much on, just called it? That yep. was back on October 23rd. Oh, so that was that was more than a week. That was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, about a little yeah, over yeah. a couple, <laughs> couple yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's pretty eerie uh, on the nose. So that's what's going on. Uh, Joanna Entertainment News, what do we have coming up later in our entertainment news? Warner Brothers is apologizing after their remake of The Witches drew backlash from the disability community. Because they had like warts on their nose or something? Or? No, they're in their reimagining The Witches have... Like, what is The Witches? It's uh, that Remember the original one book. with... Um, Angelica Houston yeah. was in it. The Witches Super of Eastwick? No. Just called The Witches. That's it's it. It's just The Witches. Yeah, I it's that. a roll doll. Oh, okay. Book. All right. I'm not aware uh, of it. No, really? That Mm-mm. came out like in, nah, he, in 1980. He, Buzz would have been old, too old to. <laughs> Is it a children's movie? Yeah. Yeah, but when the time the movie came out, you're probably already an adult. Yeah, it came out like in like 89, maybe 1990. Uh. 
You know what? I would have been a young adult, so that means I would have had a lot going on in my life as far as socializing <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah, I did catch a lot of movies. So they're reimagining the witches have these long fingers and not... Uh, it, it upset the disability community because apparently it is an actual disability and it was portrayed on a witch, on a monster, and they were not happy about it. So Warner Brothers did, did come out and say that they're, they're, they're very sorry that it caused offense. Are they going to change it? No. Okay. Yeah, we're sorry you're offended. Yeah. That's always a good that's apology. Bad. That's our bad. <laughs> Brandon, how about sports headlines? What do we have coming up today in sports we're going to be looking at? A whole lot more uh, COVID-19 news coming out of the NFL. Right. We have a bunch of positive tests. The Packers, who play the Niners tonight on Thursday Night Football, they're going to be probably without their top three running backs. You have Aaron Jones, former UTEP minor. He has been... Uh, battling a calf injury for the past few weeks, and then his back, uh, his backup, and then his backups backup are both on the COVID nineteen reserve list. All right. So uh, also, since you mentioned the miners, there the miners were scheduled to play their first game at the Sun Bowl in like six weeks because well, they they played games on the road. Then they had two of their last three games were canceled because of COVID. And this game on Saturday has now been canceled, and it's because some of the Florida international players have been diagnosed with COVID. Last week, it was because North Texas didn't want to come to El Paso Mm because of the spike. Well, remember, it was also uh, Southern Miss. They canceled because of their positive test as well. Uh, But they've rescheduled those games, by the way. Did they reschedule North Texas? You've got uh, North Texas versus UTEP is going to be happening on December 12th. Wow, that might be the only way you ever get to see the UTAP Miners play in December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lisa, who's been... She's not here today. Lisa's not here tomorrow. today? Huh? No. Was that uh, scheduled ahead of time? Yes, she told oh, me. Oh, she's going to love this, because yesterday she was like, I'll bet you Buzz forgets I'm gone tomorrow. I was about to throw it to her. I was like, Lisa is being quiet as a church mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Buzz. Joanna, what are we, right. you're going to do the news? Yes. What do we I have am. coming up today in the news, Joanna? Welcome to the day after the day after. The Trump campaign announced yesterday it is pursuing court actions to stop ballot counting in Michigan and Pennsylvania. The campaign also made plans to seek a recount in Wisconsin. All right. We'll get all, to all so those stories. So basically all the places where Biden <laughs> is catching up, they have said stop. Because but the places like Arizona, where Trump, Trump is still was ahead, catching up, you know, where Trump was Trump catching is, up, yeah, they're saying they said, keep, counting. keep counting. It's essentially that. Well, I'm not winning, so this game has to be rigged. It's like that tweet said, where he's like, "I went to bed and I was winning in these places, and, and then, then I, I got up, up and I was not winning. What the hell is happening? It's fraud." It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Counting of mail-in votes uh, continues. So I, I saw some people uh, saying, "Hey, I all the elections I remember, they weren't still counting." Well, you—that means you don't remember ninety-nine, two thousand. But also, in a lot of elections, they're still counting ballots. I mean, they just know that there aren't as many ballots that are going to, you know, if the if the race is so far out of reach, like it has been. Sure, you could get a concession on that night. Uh, Hillary conceded. Uh, pretty early there was a there was a recount of i think either michigan or wisconsin back in 2016 but, but that was from jill stein was from, yeah hillary didn't ask for it It was jill stein that asked for the recount 
And they actually He's found out I that only Trump got one point two percent. I think I got one point three. Could you please count that again? <laughs> this would be like Kanye calling for a recount. Although yeah. Kanye he got, got like sixty thousand like, votes. Yeah, nationwide got. Here's I the thing that blew my mind. He got Kanye West got over three thousand votes in Iowa. In Iowa, Iowa three thousand people voted for Kanye West, but this year is. Listen, I, you've heard the word unprecedented enough. So many people mailed in votes because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I know that a lot of people on that side of politics think it's a hoax or it's the all part of plan to get. But that's why there are so many votes and why it's so uh, taken so long to count them. But I have. Uh, Plus, we've had more votes than ever. Trump. The, so, so Clinton, right. she won the popular vote four years ago. Trump right now, who's currently losing the popular vote to Biden, has more votes than Clinton did in 2016. That's how many more people came out and voted in this election. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Let's go ahead and get into our good news, bad news of the week. This is a segment we do, I was going to say once a week, not always, but mostly. It's a review of the top stories of the week and maybe even some stories that you you haven't you're not familiar with so let's uh, begin things with all right that whistle means good news oh if you got little kids maybe they're gonna love this baby shark is the most viewed youtube video of all time oh uh the bad news is i i don't actually have a joke here i just wanted to get that stuck in your head oh stop <laughs> Shark, baby shark, baby shark. Buzz looks at me, makes direct eye contact, and starts singing it. This is for you. Bad news from college football in Texas. Saturday's game between UTEP and Florida International has been canceled after two of Florida International's receivers got COVID-19. But the good news is all the receivers at UTEP are fine because they don't catch anything. hey <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a long one. Like Impressive. That? Good news. Krispy Kreme gave out free donuts to people who voted on Election Day. Nice. nice. That was real nice. Is that a nice? The bad news, exercising their right to vote is the only exercise a lot of Krispy Kreme customers ever get. <laughs> All right, and uh, finally, bad news. We're going to end uh, on a bad note here. Dallas Cowboys quarterback Andy Dalton has COVID-19 and will not play Sunday against the undefeated Steelers. The good news is that makes Andy Dalton the first person to actually be ecstatic about getting COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, you ready for some random facts? Yeah. Let's get educated, everybody. These are factual in that, you know, I check the sources when I can. I, I double I double source. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I take it seriously. I, wanna, I don't want to do anything that's wrong. So nice. random fact number one. Uh, hurricanes and typhoons are the same thing. The different words just apply into which 
part of the world at. they happen. You knew this, Brandon, from being in Florida and, yep. and uh, yeah, typhoons. I believe are on the. It's, you have the hurricanes over in the Atlantic, and typhoons are on the opposite side of the world. Okay, hurricanes are in the Atlantic and the Northeast Pacific. So if they ever got one up in the Northwest, Washington or uh, Oregon, that that also would be a hurricane. Typhoons are in the Indian Ocean and the South Pacific. Just so you know. Random fact number two. Mr. T's original set of gold chains came from people who lost them or left them after fights when he used to work as a nightclub bouncer. Wow. That's so that, a great fact. See, that, yeah, right? That was good. You just thought, oh, he really likes jewelry. Uh-huh. No, he, he started keeping them as trophies. As a souvenir. Anytime there was now. trouble, sometimes people lose a gold chain, so Mr. T just added to the stack, man. Genius. There's That's a, pretty cool. There's another thing. I, I've known people who are bouncers before, and, and they do say they find jewelry and stuff. And You know another thing that nightclub bouncers find a lot of? What's that? Drugs. <laughs> like yeah. on the floor, like it's dark and somebody dropped it and yeah. they couldn't find it, but then when the lights come up and they're cleaning up, they find a lot of drugs. Drugs. And finally, random fact number three. Uh, three random facts. According to NASA. Oh, this might be a good one for a quiz. NASA says the brightest spot on Earth from space. So if you're up in the space station mm-hmm. and you're looking down on Earth, it's the it's in Las Vegas, isn't it? Is that is that what you're gonna guess? Isn't it the, um, it's the pyramid. The Luxor. Yeah, it's the Luxor. I thought, isn't it? You're right. It's Las Vegas. It's just that the the Las Vegas Strip oh. is oh. is the brightest pinpoint of light that is observed from space. Oh. Another interesting fact, according to NASA, the least bright spot on Earth continues to be... Mar-a-Lago? It's wherever they're having one of those maskless, anti-mask protests. (laughs) Ah. uh, That's according to science. (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Uh, Goop is the website. I I went over to that one time just to see all this stuff, and most of it is completely useless. And... The price is jacked up from what it's worth by like three thousand percent. It's oh, just like it's it's, a lot. when you've got money to spend on on stuff that's worthless. I guess Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop is the place a, you can go. They have a, they have a fifteen dollar coloring book. Uh, is this is this from the uh, holiday wish list or whatever it is? Yeah, it's the uh, the twenty twenty Goop gift guide is what they call it. All right, what kind of stuff is... Tell me about this. Uh, how much was the coloring book? $15. Okay, you know what? I see coloring books at like Barnes & Noble and Books A Million and stuff like that. and Yeah, that seems a little on the high end of the spectrum, but, you know, is there anything unusual about the book? Uh, it's 128 pages, so it's a nice, decent-sized coloring book. Okay. It's a vulva coloring book. Mm-hmm. So a lot, lot of pink... Uh, Crayons. Yes. I'm sorry, so what coloring book? Vulva. Okay. So that's only $15. Not to be confused. Just $15. Don't confuse the vulva with the uvula. Do you know what the uvula is? What? Something in your throat? Yeah, it's that little punching bag Uh in the back of your throat. Uh Uh Yeah, that's the uvula. The little dangling thing that's swinging the back of your throat. Yeah, she's... (laughs) Um, another thing they have on here, I don't see the price on this one, but they have a lamp made out of... Actually, no, uh, I take it back. It's $210. Oh, 
A lamp. A it's lamp? a batard lamp. Oh, I are you gonna say it's made out of human skin like a Nazi? A what or something? lamp? Batard? As in hoisted by your own batard? <laughs> well, that's, no, it is. It's made of. Hard, it's made of bread. Bread. Okay, I'm looking at the picture of it, and it just looks like a loaf of bread. How's it a lamp? Um, yeah, let me see this baby in action. Uh, but it's also it's uh, thoroughly coated in resin to prevent any pests from getting at it, and an LED light that radiates a warm, comforting glow in whatever room it's in. Wait, Somebody, is it actually man, bread? You know what? It, it looks like a high carb vibrator. Is what it looks like. Somebody needs. Uh, I guarantee this is what happens. They just get a bunch of dudes in a room and get them super stoned, and they just come up with, "What if there was a lamp?" Made out of bread. What man. if you just stuck a light bulb in a bread? See, I guarantee. Why that. Do you oh think my it? god, it's a bread. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and the materials are bread, flour, cake flour, salt, yeast, LED lights. Well, for anybody who may be pregnant, do you or, think they get a bunch of dudes in a room together and get them high, or do they get a bunch of? I ladies? think it's a combination. Okay. I, I don't think they discriminate very there's much. There's a whole. I think there's a show on Netflix about how they do like their meetings and stuff to come up with things like this like you, what are we going to promote this month is it all is it mostly ladies mostly ladies some men and they're all on a journey together <laughs> what and they're all cycled joanna <laughs> you're on your own here because lisa's gone so, today what is the fascination with their with women's private parts over on goop I guess and stuff. I mean, you know, empowerment. And I'm not saying guys don't have their version. I still see some of those truck nuts out all the time. Yeah. But it, it, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Is it empower? Is it an empowerment thing? It's, yeah. Okay. All right. So the next one here. So for anybody who's pregnant or they're expecting, uh -huh. you can get your very own birthing chair, the Labor Silla. I'm guessing it's S I L L A. You know, I didn't think I was going to be interested in this segment, but I'm clicking on every single one of the links. <laughs> so I can Told see you. Labor. This will run you about $7,500. And it allows expectant moms to, quote, <laughs> sit, kneel, squat, rest, lean, and crawl until they find peace and comfort. Oh, <laughs> it looks God. like a beanbag chair designed by Salvador Dali. Uh. <laughs> It's purple. It looks like Grimace from McDonald's melted. Oh, my God, it does. <laughs> I guess you could, I mean, hell, what do you do? Use it one time and then throw it away? I guess you could just leave it somewhere, but who would want that in their room? All right. Give me something else. <laughs> okay, so when's the last time you were at the grocery store? You bought yourself a watermelon and you just had, it was a pain in the ass to get to the car because if you put it in the plastic bag, it was going to tear through the plastic bag and, you know, it's round, it's heavy, it's just difficult. Well, how about purchasing yourself a bag for your watermelon? A watermelon bag? It's just a bag for a watermelon. It's like an expensive bag. And I can't really read anything about it because apparently this linked to the, yeah, to the Japanese website. I can't website. find this stupid watermelon bag. Can you tell me how much it is? No, it's because it's all in Japanese. Because I, I can't find it. I have a yen to own this. I mean, it looks nice. A I mean, I'm pretty sure you could carry, th carry things other than watermelons, but... <laughs> Yeah. You know, watermelons are a big deal in Japanese culture. Like, that's a common housewarming gift. Oh, or, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Japan, watermelons are so popular in Japan, and they're kind of like uh, status items. Japan, 
was able to produce uh, square watermelons, so they stack easier. No, I'm not making this up. They yeah, had they it did. for like yeah, 20 years. Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, square watermelon. I'd buy watermelons sometimes, but I, us- I usually oh. buy them at Albertsons, and they're already cut up in a little plastic bowl. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, way more expensive, though, man. Is it? Must be good to be rich. I mean, it's way, sometimes they have good sales. Wait, no, so they do, right? And same and thing with the chopped like up cantaloupe. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Oh no, trust me, I look for those. If I do, I, I grab them. But the thing you got to remember is that one of the reasons those are on sale, they're about to turn, and you're about to buy just a bunch of more. Oh my god, this square watermelon is weird. You blew your mind. Yeah, it, it reminds you of bubble gum, doesn't it? Yeah, watermelon. All right, give square. me something else from Goop. They have a thing here called the Study Pod. This would be good for homeschooling, actually. Uh, yeah. It's basically a tiny room that sits outside, and it looks <laughs> like a giant version of the phone charger bricks that you plug into your wall, and it'll run you about $13,600. I mean, it's as big as like a, like a pretty good-sized closet. How this much? It's bigger than the little pods they had at college. $13,600. But it's got a wood floor, a wood desk. I don't know if it comes with That's the chair fancy. or not. Why Why could you not just go into a room? Maybe you're out of space in your house? So if you've got... So you pop this thing outside, yeah. How much is it? $13,600. Okay, <gasps> if you could spend $13,600 on an item like this... Get a shed. Just get a bigger house. <laughs> <laughs> Make an add-on in your house. Good Lord. This is sending to a lot of websites that aren't Goop, though. I mean, a lot of them are, but some of these... It's no, well, this, other. this is yeah, just so a Goop is gift like guide. Like, oh, so it's not necessarily... These are some of our their... favorites. Gift these to someone else that you love. Yeah. Do you think Gwyneth a gets journey. a free free one of everything? I guarantee she gets Definitely, one of everything. Yeah. But then we have the final one here on the 2020 Goop gift guide. Remember the candle that uh, smelled like Gwyneth Paltrow's downstairs? Oh, yeah. Well, they now have... The perfume, and it's called. You can say it. It's the, a, it's yeah, a, it's yeah, a no. medical term. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's called. This smells like my vagina. Please isolate that audio. <laughs> no kidding. You gotta isolate that. Now that is a goop. That does take you right to the goop. I think what happens is they. I I think what happens in that documentary is that they all kind of check these out. And then they all report back to Gwyneth and they're like, oh, I loved this, uh, I don't know, Ouija board that's $1,000. What? <laughs> I just saw the price tag to it. You know, you can buy those things for like 10 bucks at the store. And so she's like, great, put it on the Christmas list. Oh, good Lord. But that is vagina thing The is, vagina perfume? Is yeah. like is an overpriced? actual thing from yes. her. Is it, uh, is it useless? Yes. All right, we'll put it on the list. Is it going to make me seem even more insufferable than I already do? Check, check, and check. Guaranteed Pepper Potts has all this crap. Let's uh, go ahead and take a look at our Mosho calendar and daily almanac of events. Today is November the 5th. Ah, oh, remember, remember the 5th, <gasps> the 5th of, November. of November. The gunpowder plot. Yeah, the gunpowder gun treason and plot. plot. I see no reason something something forgot. <laughs> Should ever be forgot. Today is Firewood Day. Such a good movie. Today is, oh, here you go, National Medical Cannabis Day. Today is National Men Make Dinner Day. And it's also National Be Proud of Your Red Hair Day. Uh. A lot of celebrities have birthdays. NFL star Odell Beckham Jr. is 28. 
should go down as one of the great wide receivers in in NFL history, I think. Mm, sort of. Well, that one catch against the Cowboys. The one man. catch does, yeah. but he really fluctuates up and down. He does. Man. I agree. From the Jonas Brothers, the oldest, uh, Kevin Jonas, 33 today. Birthday for great actor Sam Rockwell, who won a, an Academy Award for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, but awesome is always actor. good at everything he's, he's in. Everything he's in. Hammer Industries. Speaking of uh, redheads, you know, if if I don't know how to say this, I I don't want it to sound insulting to redheads. Like a, an attractive redhead is maybe the most attractive. Uh, like they're fiery. Famke Jansen, who played Phoenix oh, in the original yeah. X Men trilogy, is fifty six today. You know what? She still looks great. She I just saw a picture great. of her recently. Actress Tilda Swinton, who is, you know, that weird chick who's, <laughs> she was uh, the ancient one in Doctor Strange. She's 60 today. Yeah, she smacked um, Bruce Banner right out of the Hulk. It's badass. Oh, yeah. Um, 80s pop sensation Brian Adams is 61 today. And actor Robert Patrick, who played the T-1000 in Terminator 2, is 62. And Richard Patrick's brother. And uh, John, Johnny Cash's father from uh, Walk the Line. Chris Jenner, the uh, evil overlord of the Cardassian <laughs> Empire, is 65 today. Cardassian. Yeah, I pronounce it like the race from Star Trek. Instead of Cardassian, <laughs> I say just Cardassian. And Bill Walton, former basketball star and basketball announcer, 68. Art Garfunkel from Simon Garfunkel, 79. And it is uh, be proud of your red hair today. So if you're yeah. a ginger, look, um, I'm not saying you don't have a soul. I would never say that. South Park said it. So balls in your court to prove it's not true. But It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We're going to have a segment of Ask a Lawyer with attorney Justin Underwood coming up here. And we're just about to start it. So I want to make sure you get the number handy if you've got a legal question. Not a substitute for actually consulting with a lawyer, although Justin is a lawyer, but... That's to uh, point you in the right direction. Sure, that's what this is all like about. Maybe there's something that you think you can handle on your own. Or do I have a case here? Or, yeah, but, but he, and he'll, he'll maybe recommend you're probably going to want a lawyer for that. Or maybe there's something that you think you should go to a lawyer to, and he's like, no, this is... He's done that before. you can take, and you don't need to go pay a lawyer for this. Yeah, he, he said that uh, often before. Is Now, this is something you ought to be able to handle on your own without... You know, spending a thousand dollars or whatever. Here's a. T- I'm going to give the studio line out early, and then uh, Justin's going to join us. Toll free studio line. If you want to give a call, eight four four three zero five six two one zero. That's eight four four three zero five six two ten. Football tonight on TV and a rundown of what's on television tonight. Thursday night football, San Francisco 49ers hosting the Green Bay Packers. And you've yeah, got iffy some, on you got that some, one. What do you mean? Uh, the Niners had a bunch of positive COVID-19 tests. And so they were concerned they weren't going to be able to actually get the game in tonight. But they, they're moving forward with it. Is it still iffy or they're definitely going ahead with it? The last headline I saw is that they're definitely going forward with the game. And you know how the Cowboys are are going with their fourth uh, starting quarterback of the season? Yeah, uh, aren't the Green Bay Packers almost out of running backs? Yeah, they're, they're top three. Uh, well, Aaron Jones might play. He's been dealing with a calf strain. He might play, but the backup and the backup to the backup, 
they are both on the COVID-19 list. All right. Also on TV tonight, special night of The Bachelorette on ABC. Bachelorette Claire Crawley quits the show. Say that five times fast. Bachelorette Claire Claire Crawley quits the show. Bachelorette Claire Crawley quits... Yeah, I can't do it. But uh, then they bring in the... You know, we'd heard about this going on back when they were filming it, so tonight's the night that episode airs. I'm not doing Bachelorette. Justin, you ever get roped into watching a show like Bachelorette or anything? Negative. No? Nothing like that? You've never, uh, you you never know, jumped on the 90 Day Fiance bandwagon? No, yet? but I will tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love it. <laughs> like, what is wrong with people? No, I will tell you a couple of shows that my wife watches. Uh, Southern Charm, you know, what do you want me to tell you? I liked that show. Uh, and Below Deck, I think, is a good Below show. Below Deck is pretty nuts. Uh, that, the, just watching the lifestyles of the people who roll up on these yachts is is pretty awesome. But she has, she records Real Housewives of whatever county, just fills the DVR with it. Yeah. Does she get so around to watching them? She puts it, like when she's, you know, when she's picking up around the house or she's working she on it something, on. she just has it on in the background. And every once in a while, I walk by and I'm going... No wonder my no no wonder my our five year old daughter's screaming at me all the time and calling me names because she's you know got this on in the background. I, do I don't they know. do? Oh, they, that's what they do on the the Real Housewives shows. They, they scream at it, each other. It's and just stuff. like they fight the whole show. And, and, and I, I tell my wife, "There's no way this is real. There's no, it's got to be scripted." Um, but you know, I, I understand that they're very popular shows and everybody <laughs> likes them. And to each their own. God that's bless a them you know all. what? That's a good point there are some shows that i re- that i dvr and it's like all right well i'm gonna sit down and watch this because i'm really right interested. right then there are shows it's like i gotta do some stuff around the house or i'm working a puzzle or you know right. whatever just have something on a lot of those are like history channel stuff yep. or i don't even know what network but there's uh Brandon, what was the show remember there's like satellites in space and they show this weird stuff on earth and try to figure out what it is I think it's called, there's a show on Discovery or something. I don't even know because I've just been DVR in it for so long. But it's like, okay, you know, we got these satellites taking pictures in space. Right. And every now and then it'll be like, well, what's that? And they'll zoom in and, and it's it looks a whole, like a giant snake in the jungle or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's something weird like yeah. that. Or like there's a new lake where there wasn't one a year ago right. or something. And I don't know. There's a gigantic swastika you can see. It, in the in, trees? In No. The one in the there's trees. one in the trees. Yeah, sure. That's a famous one. Yeah, in, yeah. In Germany. Right. And that was intentional. Absolutely. This one's in Roswell, okay. which is in New Mexico. So just to give you an idea, I think it's called What on Earth is the name okay, of the I show. Okay, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. But yeah, they figured out in in Roswell that uh, was Air Force Base in World War II, and they think that it was like a a bombing. Uh, they they talked to some really elderly residents sure, who said they used sure. to do bombing practice out there, and they just you know they put that a was swastika. Like their yeah, the swastika was the here. Target let's bomb the hell out of this thing. Right. Um, on CBS fourth season premiere of Young Sheldon, that is at eight o'clock tonight. Series premiere of Be Positive on CBS. Thomas Middleditch. Uh, needs a kidney donor, and a friend of his from high school is the one who decides to donate uh, one of hers. So maybe you've seen the previews for that. And over on CBS, eighth season premiere of Mom. This is going to be the first season without Anna Ferris, who has left the show. Looks like we already have calls, so I think well, we by go all ahead. means. Yeah. So does uh, anybody want to talk about the county judge situation? I, I, yeah. I definitely want to know what happened in that meeting yesterday uh, because I didn't see it. You know, I get the paper, but okay. I didn't see him covering it in the paper. Do you yeah, know I what watched, happened? I watched the hearing, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's take some calls. Sure, absolutely. Waiting. Absolutely, guys. 
Justin Underwood is here. From also, the, good morning, everybody. Remember, remember the 5th of November. <laughs> the gunpowder treason, treason and, and plot. I know of no reason the gunpowder gun treason should ever be forgotten. There you go. This is uh, Clint, who's calling in. Hi, Clint. You're on with Justin Underwood and Ask a Lawyer. Good morning, Clint. Hey, Clint. Good morning, Buzz. Good morning, Justin. How are y'all today? Fantastic, sir. Thank you. Good, brother. Go I'll ahead, make, man. I'll make this quick. I was involved in a traffic accident about a year ago. I was. It was in a rural area. Roads were a little slick. or as far, They were wet. They weren't icy or anything like that. Okay. Uh, wasn't speeding. Uh, was actually heading to my dear lease to go hunting. Um, something happened on the truck. It started to fishtail as I was going up an incline. Uh, lost control of the vehicle. Rolled the vehicle into the bar ditch. Um, of course, it took forever for anybody to get out there. I wasn't injured. Nobody was hurt. I was, you know, Thank single God for car that. accident. Um, the state trooper shows up two hours after everything is said and done. Looks around, walks around, and then writes me a ticket for driving at an unsafe speed. And I asked him, I said, but I wasn't driving at an unsafe speed. I was doing well within the, well underneath the speed limit. I was in no hurry. I would, you know, he goes, well, I've, I've got to write this ticket. And I said, well, it's kind of rubbing salt in the wound. You see my truck is totaled over here. And he said, well, I've got to do what I got to do. Hmm. He didn't witness the accident. Nobody witnessed the accident. There's no proof that I was driving an unsafe speed. There's no proof that it wasn't a mechanical failure on the vehicle that made this accident happen. Should I hire a lawyer? Is this something I can just go? Because I've already got it scheduled for a jury trial. Show up for your jury trial because if there's no witnesses, how are they going to prove anything? Well, it's going to be the thing where the the officer who wrote the ticket shows up and it's going to be your word. Do you have, yeah, you ask the officer, do you you have any personal knowledge? Were you present or did you talk to anybody, which would be hearsay anyway, do you have, were you present at the time of the accident? Did you observe me driving? The answer is no. And, and then ask the court to dismiss for lack of personal knowledge. And you think it'll come out in, yes. in Clint's favor? Yes, absolutely. All right. But Clay, I have I have a question for you. Did, did you get a deer? Uh, no, Damn. I didn't get to go. I didn't get to go hunting. I was on the way to the deer lease. I was so upset. <laughs> well, get out there this year and make up for it, man. We'll do it. Thank you, Dan. All right, all right man. Thank, thank you, safe, Clint. Bud. That's what I love. If there's a case where it's like, you don't really need a lawyer for this. Right. I, now, is there a thing where... I mean, can you hire a lawyer and we go instead of you You go and I just basically say what I just told you and be you know much more of a smartass about it? Well, yes, absolutely. Well, Clint seemed but, to... I mean, he really communicated his, right, his position. Right. I, I was so. going to say, Clint's argument and his position, how are you going to... Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm writing him a ticket because he was speeding. How do you know he was speeding? He's in a rural area, so it's not like there's traffic lights. Or even if there is traffic, like, there's radar, marks, or I'm sure they did an in-depth, you know, <laughs> right. traffic accident two, investigation. two hours after the fact. Exactly. Now, is this a case because he said they was going to go to a jury before they go to the expense and trouble of impaneling a jury? They're going to look at this. I cannot this, imagine you know, whatever prosecutor's handling that is going to look at it and say, "Yeah, we're going ahead." Right. <laughs> so when you hold their feet to the fire, just say you're going to do it. You may not even have to go. Right. Absolutely. You're going to have to at least show up, Clint. Uh, because they won't dismiss it unless you show yeah, up. Yeah. But don't, when you don't show up, show just be up. like, okay, well, I object to this whole thing, and I move to dismiss for lack of personal knowledge. There's not one single witness, including the DPS guy, who witnessed me driving. I totaled my vehicle due to a mechanical failure. Prove that that did not happen, because the, the burden of proof is always on them, not on you. 
All right. Uh, coming up, we got more calls, so we want to get to those callers as soon gotcha. as we can. we got to take a break, and we'll get back uh, the number once again to call Ask a Lawyers, 844-305-6210. That's 844-305-6210. More with Attorney Justin Underwood on the way. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, I want to get to uh, Jessica, who's been on hold. We're going to get to her question for Ask a Lawyer having to do with animal theft here in just a second. We got a couple phone lines open, so if you want to give a call, you could get in right now uh, for Ask a Lawyer at 844 305 6210. That's 844 305 6210. And I want to I want to find out what you got from that uh, that court date with the uh, county judge. It uh, coming up. Let's get yes, to let's absolutely. get to Jessica first. Absolutely. Hi Jessica, thank you for calling in. You're on the uh, line with Justin Underwood of Wyatt Underwood Attorneys at Law. Go ahead, Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Um, okay. So on Sunday, uh, my dog got out of my yard, and okay. this couple found my dog. So they come and knock on my door and ask me, are you missing a pet? And I said, yes. Wait, so hold on, Jessica, just just a second. Brandon, this isn't your wife, is it? <laughs> it very, no, because that happened to us over the weekend, yeah, same too. Same thing happened to Brandon over the weekend, but probably not what, what you're about to tell us. So go ahead. <laughs> so then um, so then they say, well, can we have some documented proof? I was like, okay. So I showed them pictures. They're like, that's not good enough. So You cop- showed them pictures of you with the dog, or uh, you had pictures yes. of the dog, and that wasn't good yes. enough for them? Yes. Yes. Wait, no, they want a DNA sample? Hey, Jessica, I want to ask, how did, how did you find them? And did you, I mean, how did you connect with these people that found your dog? They came and knocked on my door. How did they know the dog? Did your dog have a tag that had the address on it? No, no. How did they know? Is your dog chipped? Exactly. Yes. Go to to a fire station. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So that, that that was in the morning when my daughter answered, I was at work. Okay. So I said, just let me get home. I'll answer. I'll take care of it. Okay. So I come home at least 10 hours later. Okay. So this person's had 10 hours to go get my dog microchip checked. Um, so the husband opens the door and he says, um, honey, the lady's here to pick up her dog. Cause I said, I, I'm in here for my dog and I can see my dog in the living room in okay. a kennel. I can see her. She sees me. So the husband has the door open and the wife shouts, we need documentation. So I said, I don't, I said, I just want my dog. So I walk into the house. I attempt to open the kennel and the wife comes around the corner and just starts beating me. I mean, just hitting me. And then the husband puts me in a full Nelson and I grab the wife by the hair and I'm like, stop hitting Holy me. Holy crap. Yeah, mine didn't go this uh, way. I was about to say, Brandon, did this happen to you? No, thank no God. nobody could have Jeez. grabbed Brandon by the hair. Wow. <laughs> well, and so and so then the husband was like, "Stop hitting her! Stop hitting her! She's pregnant!" I told her, "Stop! Then stop hitting me!" Wait, you're pregnant and too? So, no, no, no. The, no, the, no. The, the woman. Oh, the woman. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Yes, the woman that came out guns blazing. She's apparently pregnant, and was like, "Stop hitting her!" And I said, "Well, tell her to stop hitting me." So I, I, you know, I have her by the hair, and I'm, I'm, I push her away, and then the guy has me in a full Nelson and throws me out of the house. Fine. I call the police, and I say, hey, these people have my dog. And so they come, whatever, and they end up taking me in for burglary. They booked me under burglary. Because you went in their house? 
Because I went into well, the but, house. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. You need to you need to call my office. There's a defense to this, okay? First of all, I want to say this is. is maybe the most interesting call that I've ever <clears throat> oh, gotten yeah. on Ask a Lawyer. <laughs> Excuse before. me, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, Jessica, so you need to get a hold of my office. The, in Texas, you have the right to retrieve your property. Was okay. this in Texas? Jessica, was this Texas? Yes. Okay, yes, okay, sir. okay. So you do have a right to retrieve your property. Um, they've already acknowledged that that is not their dog. Okay, so they are acknowledging that they are in receipt of property that does not belong to them. Okay. I don't know of any statute where you have to prove that it's your dog, especially if the dog is microchipped. Okay. I have a feeling that the documentation this woman wanted what, was like, like a she little want? green like a piece of paper with a picture of Benjamin Franklin on it. I, <laughs> I think I, was I what they were May, Yeah, maybe. I think she was I think she was trying to just make a case for you to give her some money. Do you have a regular vet that you take your dog to? Yes, pet smart. Okay, so beautiful. Go get the records of the shot records because yeah. it'll tell you what kind of dog, it'll tell you who the owner is, it'll tell you the yeah. chip number, all that. Get yeah. all that stuff. And and uh, and of course you don't have your dog back yet, right? No. Okay. So. Oh my God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, so there's Sunday, more. They didn't. They did not let me get my pet. Okay. And mind you, she is. I have medical documentation to support that she is my emotional support animal oh, as yeah. well. And they kept her from me. And I, I didn't. Okay. So then they booked me, right? So I'm in jail for the next 48 hours. What? And, Damn. Yes. So so then they call and they say, oh, um, Animal Control called and said that the, they have your dog. Go to Animal I Control said, and get I your know dog. They have my dog. Yeah, so they, they said, well, do you have any, or they said, uh, uh, my friend had tried to go pick it up, but they said, you can't pick it up because you're not the, the guy. Yeah, you, you have to pick it up, but the, the yeah. owner does. But with your paperwork from PetSmart registering that chip to you and those shot records, there's no way that's not enough to get your dog back. <laughs> well, no, they did, they, they did let me, you know, when they finally released me, they let me, I went to go pick up my dog. So luckily I had gotten it. Okay, but so you do have, have your dog. Yeah, you have your dog. Yes. All right, is that going to be on Jessica's record as a burglar? Well, it, yeah, and it's a felony. She needs to get that yeah. expunged. Well, just can you, I? Can, I don't do. You have do, a, do you have a pen, Jessica? Yes. Four eight five. Nine one zero zero. Call my office. Uh-huh. Tell them that you talked to me on here. Repeat I'll, that I'll back, Jessica. Yeah. I want to make sure. Four eight five nine one zero zero. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jess. Four eight five nine one zero zero. Yes. I've never done this before. Would you consider throwing her a freebie? Yeah. Okay. I'm a dog. I'm a dog <laughs> right. lover. Yeah. This is just a miscarriage and especially of justice. Especially your emotional support animal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you went to somebody's house and they had your kid and well, you saw I, it, you wouldn't worry about being a burglar. You'd go in and get what. your kid. I tell you what. Right? I, I, you know, your listeners are our jury pool. How many people <laughs> out there listening are going to convict Jessica of a felony for trying to go get her dog, dog. back? Which is her emotional support animal from some woman who's got it locked in a cage, refusing to give it back. Yeah, I, Jessica. So just call that number. This will be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, call Jessica. Mm. Call my office. Can she do anything back to them? No, because it's actions? not. I, they put her in a full Nelson. She ought to get to do an atomic well, elbow well, smash here, off the top ring here's, rope. Here's the rub, mm. right? It's not the police. The, the government is the one who's pressing charges. It's not the people. The government presses charges to insulate the complainant, right? You cannot seek damages from the fe- from any type of government because the government gives themselves immunity. They write themselves immunity in the law. So unless they are grossly negligent, 
you can't recover. But you can't file any charges of theft of the dog because they Who's took gonna the dog. Who's going to file them? The same police she who arrested you for burglary? So she, she can't do anything. If they file a criminal charge for theft, that negates and makes her burglary charge absolute null and void because that presents the defense. All right. I think Does that make sense? But I tell you what, you find me, you find me 12 people it. in this city <laughs> on these facts that are going to convict her in front of a jury after I'm done chewing up this woman for kidnapping someone's dog. Yep. Knock yourself out. All right, Jessica, just call that number, all right? Yeah, call call just call the office. Tell the tell my staff that you talked to me this morning that you just need to set up a phone consultation. Uh, it'll be I might be able to call you back today. If not, it'll be sometime toward the end of next week, but do me a favor. Relax. I'll take care of it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Jessica. I'm just glad she got her dog back. Felony burglary. I tell you what, we we just tried this case to El Paso. You you guys in, in the in the Facebook, Facebook live, chat yeah. in the Facebook chat tell me if you're going to find her guilty. Per, or not. There's not a single person that's saying that they're not going <laughs> to side with Jessica. They are saying that something should happen to, <laughs> the, to people. the people who took her dog. Let, let me tell you, when they were saying documentation, I think that was code for Benjamin a couple Franklin. hundred bucks. Yeah, we need documentation. Let me, let me tell you a story. Money. One time, I had some two dogs. Uh, one of them was a puppy, and I left it with a friend because I was going out of town. Well, the the dogs got out of my friend's yard, right? And I was just worried sick so i put signs up all over the neighborhood mm-hmm. i mean it, to the point where i was getting calls saying you got to take your sign down because you put it like on a telephone right. pole you're not supposed to do that but i had it posted and this went on a week and somebody said to me you need to put reward on the sign so i went over to it was still kinko's at the time i went yeah, next yeah, door yeah. to kinko's and i got it put up i got a call that afternoon immediately and it was from the next door neighbors who had the dogs and oh we found your dogs listen somebody finds somebody's dog and takes care of it and gets it back safely to them those people are saints but there are some people out there who see it as this is a chance to make a hundred bucks oh, or absolutely fifty or whatever it is and those type of people i think there's a special level of, and you know not how, the night plate. Not you, the you nice know how you fight those, those type of people. You be the opposite of those type of people. You fight that nonsense with the goodness in your heart. Well, I was so happy. I mean, in my case, I was so happy that I was going to get the dogs back. I I gave them the money, but yeah. I also gave it while I was you know very much giving them a side eye as I was handing the money over. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, we've got one final segment here with Justin Underwood. Wyatt Underwood trial lawyers. Kyle hung up, but if Kyle wants to call back in, I was really looking forward to getting to his question. He was the question about uh, somebody tested positive at his company, and he doesn't right. like the way the company's handling it. This is why I hate to leave people on hold because right. I realize you can't stay on hold all day. But sure. Kyle, if you'll call back, we'll get we'll get right to you because I, I think that's a very interesting question. Yeah, let's go with Hugo uh, first of all, and Hugo's got a question for Justin Underwood. Go ahead, Hugo. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Hugo. I have a question. Uh, we have a business. It's a, a credit school for kids, and we've been renting for for a couple of years already. Where we are right now. Okay. They uh, they have the adjustments every year as far as canams. So basically, it's your your property management, the cleaning, the the maintenance outside, and stuff like that. Um, the first year, they were charging about eight hundred dollars, which is not a big deal. Second year, they went to nineteen hundred, which they double it up. On the third year now, they're going to thirty six. So we were asking why. Why? Wow, that is a bit. That's more than double. And then 
It almost doubled that's, at the third year. I mean, that's four and a half times what you originally paid. All right, so your yes. question, Hugo, is... And this is not rent. This is this is for... Just adjustments through the year for whatever they did outside on the property, uh, cleaning, maintenance. Do you, so, have, a, do you so, have a signed contract? Yes, yes, we have everything normal. It's a does, regular contract. Does the contract... The that, well, does the, yes. Hugo, does the contract that you guys have, does it address these adjustments? Or is, it, is the uh, contract silent on them? It's, uh, I, I don't have an idea to tell you the truth. I'd need to look at that first. The first place that I would look at, they have to justify, right? You ha- you can't just charge people just because you're charging. Oh, we're gonna you have, we're gonna charge. We're just gonna get out two thousand. Yeah, they they have to they have to justify those charges. Now, should it should it have gone up this year? Well, maybe because you know we've got COVID going on. So absolutely, I think all businesses, you know, have had to hire extra cleaning services. You know, supplies, cleaning supplies, yep. Lysol, you know, all that stuff. This is why you can't fling Clorox wipes anywhere, right? Yeah, but, but this is for the outside. I'm talking about right. what they say. They do the landscaping. They do outside. Ask like uh, two things. The parking lot. Yeah, two things that I would tell you, Hugo. Um, I would tell you one: find your rent, your rental agreement. Okay, your lease yeah. agreement. Look at that document and see if in that document there's anything contained in that document that addresses the adjustment fees. That's that's the first place I would tell you to look. And then after that, ask your landlord, can you provide me some sort of documentation showing me why our adjustments have quadrupled in three years? Because that is... Would you say yeah, Hugo should I also... We're having conversations with him and, and meetings through, through, through video right now. But the only thing they tell me is that the city doubled their taxes for the property on the last two years. And, yeah, but uh, that, okay, but that's not... You're not... They're not going to be able to make up what they're paying in taxes by charging you for adjustments. You yes, see what I mean? And if if that that's out. the case, there might be a way to get out of your contract altogether and find another place, man. That's outrageous. and it might be a thing. It might be a thing, Hugo. If you tell them, listen, I'm not going to pay it, and I went out of the contract, they might say, you know, maybe they're bluffing. <laughs> you know, maybe I mean, they'll maybe they'll drop the right. amount. You know, our, our property, but it really depends on what's in that contract. Right, absolutely. And without seeing the contract, Hugo, I, I can't answer your question, but I can tell you kind of where to go and look. Our property taxes on our building that we own downtown where our firm is, the property I'll, taxes go up, but I don't charge my clients extra to pay for that. I, that's. I'll tell you what, Hugo, look at your contract. If, absolutely. If you can figure if it makes sense to you, Maybe you don't need to get a lawyer. If it doesn't make sense to you, you probably need a, I, some, I a contract guy to go through that. I, I agree with going. that. All right. Yeah. And if, if all else fails, tell them you know karate, and you will mess them up. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Cobra Kai? <laughs> all right. Thanks, Hugo. Take care, Thank Hugo. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah, for sure, man. Good luck, man. I can kick that dude over a railing. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Cobra Kai is so What good. Kyle wanted to know, and I just have the description. I'm sorry we didn't get to Kyle in time, but... Wherever he works, a coworker tested positive for COVID. Sure. The company hasn't done any disinfection of the facility. He Kyle is not uh, satisfied with that. What I are his options? Either. So while we were while we were on a break, I, I did contact an attorney, a friend of mine who is one of the smartest people I know. Um, and he is not aware of any law that requires a business at this time to disinfect. I guess maybe this goes to that whole unprecedented times. I, I mean, probably, I, there's I probably not that. anything in place there's not for anything, something like this. There's not anything in writing that says, hey, you need to you need to clean up your 
your asshole. You know what I mean? There should um, maybe there will be. Maybe there will be. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is a moral and ethical obligation on the part of an employer to take care of their employees. Um, if you have an issue like that, especially with how the cases are going right now, which is off the rails, if you have an HR department in your in your company, if your company is big enough that you have an HR department, off the rails to, in El Paso. I just want to clarify. I don't yes. want people in Anson freaking no, out no, or anything. No, in, in El Paso, in El Paso. Um, well, and we'll get to the the statewide and the county yeah. conflict in a minute. Yeah, let's talk about that. But if you have an HR department where you work, you need to put it in writing that you are complaining about it and hand deliver it to HR. Also, take a can of Lysol and just spray everything down at your workstation. If you don't have an HR department, whoever your supervisor is or whoever your manager is, it needs to be public. It needs to be in writing and go up the chain of command. All right. Document, 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 and go up the chain of command, not down. So, Kyle, who had to go, I hope you were listening. I hope you heard that, Kyle, and I hope you stay, uh, stay safe. Absolutely, healthy. Kyle. That's 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 a scary thing, man. All right. So, uh, in El Paso, the numbers have just skyrocketed. Outrageous. Were they over 3,000 of the new cases? Is that what we no, reported think, yesterday? Today, yesterday? Yesterday was 3,100. 3,100. Today, today was two. Hmm. Yeah, it was like 1970. Still. Or yeah. Still. 1,920 new cases. Um, so they had a, they had something. Well, go ahead. They okay. had that court, and you watched it yesterday. So, so what's going on? So here's the deal. Everybody knows what's going on with the county judge's order, and then uh, Mayor Margo coming out. They had a hearing. Uh, the, the, some local businesses, along with the attorney general's office, filed a lawsuit against the county of El Paso, specifically Judge Samaniego and his order. Right. County judge ordered we go back on more Unlock, restrictive lockdown, lockdown which, no in, in restaurant dining. The mayor didn't agree, got the attorney general Ken Paxton on his side. Actually, so. here, here's the rub there. I don't necessarily know that Mayor Margo doesn't agree with him, but you're bound by what the law says. Now, here's an unpopular opinion. You're going to have, in Judge Moody great guy known him forever mm-hmm. joe moody been on the bench rep, for a, yeah. he's been on the sure. he, judge moody's seen it all right so long story short is you can ask 10 judges how they're going to rule you're going to get 10 different answers i personally have asked several of my friends who sit on benches they're divided in how they would answer that question so here's here's the problem with the law okay we have to interpret it we're human beings a law is written on a piece of paper, right? A statute's written on a piece of paper. But what people don't realize is that's only the tip of the iceberg. Because for every law that you have written, you have 100,000 cases that have been in courts all over the all over the state that have been argued back and forth different positions. And those cases have gone up to courts of appeals where you have a judge in a county making one ruling, a court of appeals judge in, you know, that oversees that court making a different ruling. You can have multiple opinions on the same on the same thing. So what happened yesterday is they had their the, the AG's office and these local businesses filed something called a temporary injunction to stop the judge's order, saying that it violates the governor's order. The county attorney is arguing that the county judge has you know authority because it's a local disaster. I agree it's a local disaster, but where their argument is flawed in my point of view, and it's not popular, and I don't like it. There are lots of things in the law I don't like. I don't like that weed is illegal in Texas, but it still is. But they are arguing a local disaster statute. Governor Abbott has declared this a statewide 
disaster. If you read the government code that they are that they are looking at, if you read the whole thing, 98% of that code tells you what the governor can do. There's only one small section in there that gives the the local judge, the county judge, and that was the section that was overridden in October. Correct. I think October 7th the governor October said 7th. We're, we're suspending that uh, yes. clause that you were talking about. Correct. So what happened is, and, and Mark Osborne, who is a brilliant lawyer, um, he's, abs- in my opinion, I agree with him. I don't like it. I, I think that we should do something. But that's not for me. The, the law's not here for you to like or not. It just is. Maybe, uh, probably not, but maybe you could make an argument. Uh, the governor's emergency, what we're going through here in El Paso County is on a different level. It's more of a, it's, it's a different you know, level of emergency, so maybe... So what he should have done and what the county attorney's office should have advised him is instead of going out on your own and doing this and getting in a fight with the highest ranking elected official in the state and one of the most powerful states in the country, you guys get in a, you know, a pissing match is what basically what it is at this point. Do you think if... Why don't you talk to each other for the good of the people and see if the governor will agree with you to do this because of what's going on locally. Well, when they were together, when the uh, county judge uh, Samaniego and Mayor Margo were together, the governor seemed to be willing to defer, you know, I, maybe pretty much anything they asked. I agree I'm just with that. wondering if, if Margo had sided with Judge Samaniego, the uh, district attorney and the governor, I mean, the, the, county the, attorney. the, the attorney general. AG, yeah. The AG and right. the governor would not have had to got, get gotten involved. They only Man. got involved because they because, had a dissent from the governor, right. uh, from the mayor, rather. I possibly yes, but in my opinion, and like I said, I don't I don't agree with it personally because I live here. Our, my family lives here. Okay, I don't agree with it personally. But if I'm following what the law says as I interpret it, now granted, I'm just one person. The judges, I know Judge Moody's also consulting with some other judges. They're trying to get it right. My problem, my only problem with what Judge Moody did, he delayed his ruling until tomorrow. So the hearing well, was yesterday. We've been, right. we, we need to get, we'll find out tomorrow. Right. But, I mean, this is time is of the essence thing. Why are you waiting another 48 hours when we've already waited half a week to figure out what we're all doing? 48 hours could be 4,000 cases. Thank you. What are, you, of course, that order is a not- decision. You are an elected official. You're put in a position. You already know you're having the hearing. You're the one who set the hearing. Do some research. Consult with who you need to consult with. People are getting sick, like by the hour. Right? Yep. Make a decision. I, I, I don't. I, do I think? Do I think Judge Mooney is going to put all his time and heart in this? He loves this. He loves El Paso. Right? He loves this place. I respect the guy. The only issue I have with what he did is that he, he needed to act quick. He didn't need to delay it because well he probably wants sucks. you know it, it like you say it's complicated as many uh, attorneys and judges as you've talked to and they're right. split I mean it's right. not an easy and, I'm sure he's what deli- Judge Moody, he's being deliberate I agree and what Judge Moody also said and I do agree with this no matter which way he rules it doesn't matter which way he rules the party who loses is immediately going to going to appeal it to the court of appeals right. and then. From there, the Court of Appeals may change their mind or say, okay, that's the same thing. And then from there, it's going to go to the 
Texas Supreme yeah. Court in Austin. So it's getting tied up which, in the same way that the blockade around Naboo was getting tied up in the Galactic <laughs> Senate, and it was just going to go to committee, and it was going to do all this, and it's like, we have an emergency now. Right. And, and the one thing that I'll tell you is if it is not abundantly clear that our government at any shape, at any level, is not going to save us, I don't know what will be clearer. Does uh, that mean that we should be anticipating a communications disruption? Because you know that means only one thing. <laughs> Invasion. Invasion. Before we let Mr. Underwood go, Justin, uh, Brandon had thrown out a suggestion that the Cowboys somehow upset the undefeated Steelers. If they pull off that miracle, right. I should do something. Yes. I, I should put something on the line you had a suggestion. I, I have. So I, the, the Facebook chat has some great ideas. The Dallas Cowboy one. cheerleader. cheerleader I, don't know where they, I don't know where they would get a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader outfit size 22. But. Oh, I bet, you we, I bet you we could find one. Uh, but my idea, Brandon, was if, if the Cowboys flat out win, which... This is pretty pretty safe bet. I think Buzz should come and do the show uh, Monday morning in just his chones and his uh, some chaps. Whoa! So right. some chaps and panties. We that's, get the, that's what you I know think. we want people to tune into the Facebook live stream, right? I mostly it's mostly from above the waist, but I would definitely you, get you up and to, show it off. Yeah, you have I mean, to make the, him get up and stretch. Oh, dude, and, we would totally move the one of those cameras so we got like the full body. And I'll tell you, it wouldn't be enough because I wear boxers, and that's nothing very embarrassing. I mean, I'm not right, I'm not embarrassed right. easy. I might be embarrassed if I wore some silver and blue cowboy colored women's undergarments. I bet now, you, I bet you if we one. put the feelers out, we could find somebody who's got some silver and blue But uh, there were a lot there were a lot of other good suggestions, so yeah, great, as you're in your car, I'm going to read some back some what of the suggestions. Buzz, Buzz puts on a G-string and people are like, geez, he's dropping more balls than Ezekiel Elliott. Good <laughs> Lord! <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You don't have to worry about him getting COVID because he can't catch anything Dude. past few games. All right, thank you, Justin, for thank coming in. Ask a lawyer with Justin Underwood. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've got good news, bad news of the week coming up in just a few minutes. Joanna's got entertainment news, which we're going to do our darndest to get in because uh, <laughs> there is a Tiger King related uh, porno. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I have all the details. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get to that. I just wanted to acknowledge some of the conversation that's going on in Facebook. First of all, we 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 do have listeners around the world. We got one listener in Winnipeg, uh, Canada, and Darren wrote in <laughs> to say about the uh, COVID nineteen cases. Winnipeg has about eight hundred thousand people, and they're getting about three hundred to four hundred cases daily, and there the bars and restaurants are closed we got almost 2,000 uh yesterday and earlier this week it was uh 3,100 for a one-day total our bars and restaurants are not closed or maybe some of them are and uh that's what the dispute is all about Darren also said in Winnipeg uh the real health warning that's going on is that coyotes are showing up inside the uh, city limits (laughs) so as far as Okay, so the Cowboys are taking on the undefeated uh, Steelers, and it seems like there's a lack of enthusiasm on the part of Cowboys Nation. I wonder uh, why. What's the line on that game? I think it was 13 and a half is what I saw. Oh, I take Steelers to cover. <laughs> I take Steelers to cover that, but we thought maybe just to give a jolt to some of the uh, some of the enthusiasm and energy if the Cowboys were to pull off an upset, what did you suggest, Brandon? Did you have a just I that said, I would do something? I just like yeah, shave your head. I you know I 
I've never shaved my head because I heard Telly Savalas once do an interview that he shaved his head and it never grew back, and that has always stuck with me. <laughs> That's not how it works. Well, right. that's what Telly Savala said. It. He okay. was bald as a cue ball. <laughs> also, my head is... I don't know if you know anything about hat sizes. Oh, hey, we have an update on the election, by the way. Oh, we do. It just says here that if Biden and Trump tie in Pennsylvania, uh-huh. they're both still in position to win the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Brendan's not doing his enthusiastic... Election oh, coverage. Listen, there's so, just so much anymore. to talk need, about today. I need more. Like, <laughs> we haven't had an update in a while. And maybe having those withdrawals. You're not getting bit. any fatigue, though? Huh? You're not experiencing any fatigue? Oh, holy crap. No, I'm going to go home and watch more news. And once the updates start coming back, it's going to be, I'm going to be firing on all cylinders, baby. This is amazing stuff. Sweet. Uh, we had a couple of suggestions. Um, one, you, uh, Chris says you should wear a cowboy cheerleading uniform. Back if the Cowboys Buzz win, shaving his head. Cassie says, "If the Cowboys win, <laughs> I hadn't read this one yet. If the Cowboys win. Buzz needs to reach out to Judge Janine's people and tell them he reconsidered and feels she made excellent points." Ooh, that's a good one. Ryan says that if Buzz, if you shaved the top of your head down the middle, you would look like Kevin from the Office. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then you'd have to bring in a big bring old thing of chili? chili. Yeah. I do not sound like Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Over at BuzzAdamShow.com. What was your uh, blog about today or your uh, article, I think we call it Which now. one? The, 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 the prison one? Well, no, the, the other. one I want people to, to, okay, to cool. comment on. The Bernie Sanders one? There's, there's a Bernie Sanders one. I'm working on one right now where I'm debunking all of the conspiracy theory myths. Wow, Brandon's on it today. Oh, dude. I am lagging well, behind on articles. Because I'm telling you, the thing the thing that bugs me is that the, the, the comments about how, well, there was 100% of votes that all went to Biden overnight that's and true. there was zero. That's now, fact checked. That's yeah, that's been fact checked. That's not true. That's not how it happened. Um, Side even note, Trump, if you put that on Facebook, it's going to block it and say, hey, there is false information in this. So proceed with caution. There's yeah. a reason they say that. But see, but here's the issue with this, is that when something gets blocked, all that does is reinforce their point of view Aww. that see, it's they don't. That's it. They don't want you to see the truth. No, it's because it's not truth. And the fact and it's that, a real problem. And I, I got to say, listen, I don't think Facebook and Twitter and all those are perfect, but I think they're trying to address a real issue. And I think they're, you know, trying to do something that's for the good of the country. Well, it's just, yeah, the, the 100% vote thing, it, it's been debunked and bogus. And Trump's whole thing of, well, you know, well, I was winning. Yeah, but we knew, like, there was reports and people were talking about this for weeks leading up to Election Day. And Bernie Sanders two weeks ago pretty much it. called it perfectly. And that's what that blog is about. So you can see that over at BuzzAdamsShow.com. Yeah, he was on Jimmy Fallon and he flat out said... Here's that, what's going to happen. Here's yeah, what Trump's going to do. They're going to count the day of votes first. And for some reason, we, the, what we have seen is that um, or in, in, um, in surveys is that the Republicans are going to be the ones voting day of. So you will see Trump get out to a lead. Then they will start to count the mail-in and absentee ballots, which are most likely going to be pro-Biden. And you will see the leads shrink and Biden possibly take over in some states. It's exactly what happened. And then Trump even or and then um, Sanders even said, look. Uh, and then what I think is going to happen is that the night of the election, Trump is going to make an announcement. He's going to say that he won. 
and then he's going to claim that it's, it's fraudulent. And that's exactly what happened. And it's not even over yet. No, no, it's not over. The only the only twenty four hour news channel that's treating it like it like Biden has won is Fox News. I don't I don't know what their strategy is, but they they are in grief and anger. And I mean, CNN and MSNBC and the others are being very careful not to say, you know, it's over or declaring any kind of winner here. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Time for our entertainment report, and with her finger up the pulse of what's going on in Hollywood, here once again is Joanna Barba with Entertainment News. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. It has been 15 years since Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson cracked audiences up with Wedding Crashers, and it looks like fans may be getting another chance to see the duo team up for a sequel. Vince Vaughn tells E.T. that he, Owen Wilson, and the director of Wedding Crashers have been talking for, for the first time seriously about a sequel and that there has been an idea of how to go forward. Vince confirmed official talks for the sequel come... Vince talking about official talks for the sequel comes after Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell hinted at another installment. How about Bradley Cooper? That was the first thing I think I ever saw. Oh, Bradley Cooper, right. The football uh-huh. game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Ferrell said in June that Wedding Crashers 2, yeah, I think we can just say it's being written. The film directed by David Dobkin also featured Christopher Walken, Rachel McAdams, Isla Fisher, and Bradley Cooper. You can see Vince Vaughn next in the movie Freaky, which is out in theaters on November 13th. I got to tell you, my, my enthusiasm just hearing that is very low for Wedding Crashers, too. Not that I didn't enjoy Wedding Crashers, but just the idea that these guys are now like 50. Can you imagine <laughs> Farrell like still doing funeral crashing? The meatloaf! The meatloaf! Ma! Or Bradley Cooper coming back, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. You motorboating. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just I like got you. I just got you excited for Wedding Crashers too, didn't I? A My little. favorite was Isla Fisher in that, where she's like Baba Ganu, Baba Ganu, and then Christopher Walken just goes up and he's like Baba Ganu. That Borat is one lucky man. <laughs> Warner Brothers has apologized after being criticized by people with disabilities over the depiction of Anne Hathaway's character in The Witches. In a statement, the studio said it regretted any offense caused. In the recent adaptation, Hathaway's villainous character known as the Grand Witch has missing fingers. Many people with disabilities pointed out that she appears to have extrodactyly, a limb abnormality that's commonly referred to as split hand. Advocates fear that like portray- lobster man yes, syndrome. That's a good example. Did they complain about that too? I don't remember because that was on him. American Horror Story, and they literally called him a freak in that one. Yeah, the name of that season was Freak Show. Freak Show. Advocates freak. fear that portraying villains with physical defects can perpetuate stereotypes that disabilities are abnormal oh, or he was, scary. Because he was kind of the hero in that. The problem is she's the he villain. Yeah, he this. was able to take care of the ladies. Mm. Paralympic athlete Amy Marin said that she was disappointed in Warner Brothers and questioned if there was much thought given as to how this representation of limb differences would affect the limb difference community. Well, it's a witch, and they don't really exist. So, so she said. Well, she what does about explain, Wiccans? Are Wiccans going to complain? Well, I mean, witches portraying witches improperly. In, in, in like, I un, it's perfect. It's fine being upset, but we got to pump the brakes on this whole. Well, did you think about how this is going to affect everybody else? I agree that you should do that, but I also agree that the vast majority of the time at this point, shut up. So she does also say that she's fully aware that this is just a film, 
but that they are witches, and witches are essentially monsters, and she fears that children will watch the movie unaware that it massively exaggerates uh, limb differences. And I've never heard the ter- I've never heard the term limb differences. Neither had I. That's a new one on me. Well, a spokesperson for Warner Brothers said the studio was deeply saddened to learn that their depiction of the fictional characters and the witches have upset people with disabilities and are saying sorry for it. The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, and narrated by Chris Rock, is available for streaming on HBO Max. And finally, just when you thought this Tiger King nonsense couldn't get any more weird, take a turn into... Pornography. Gross. Not surprised by this story, to tell Gross. you the truth. Actually, me, neither am I. TMZ says that Jeff and Lauren Lowe are about to sign a deal to make an X-rated video with three scenes. The first will be just Jeff and Lauren going at it. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> if you didn't watch Tiger King, you may not know who these are. If you watch Tiger King, these were the the couple that came in as kind of like angel investors that but they just turned out to be for the They're shysters. They're just shysters and <laughs> swingers and you know it, I mean, yeah. picture you know, close dude. your eyes, picture picture the douchebag that wears bandanas. And just like a hint of axe everywhere. Yeah. It, I don't I, I'm spray. I'm willing to bet it's not a hint. I'm willing to bet he just douses himself in that because I'm willing to bet he also doesn't shower. And uh a lot of affliction gear. Well, Imagine you, the living. You think he'll imp- keep the affliction gear on during the porno? Keep like, the, the bandana on. He's going to keep the <laughs> bandana on. Imagine the living embodiment of Florida man, and I picture <laughs> Jeff Lowe. So. Well, if you've seen Tiger King, then you know that three is not a crowd for these two. So the second scene will involve the two of them plus their sexy nanny, which you remember Jeff Lowe said he totally. Wait, had. she's in it too. It says here it's their nanny that's going to be in it, and you know how he was like, "Oh, I got to choose that." And in the third First, scene. I didn't notice so much during the thing, but I'm looking at the TMZ article about this, and he looks like, the wife, he looks like he could be her, not just her father, her, her grandfather. Her grandpapa, yeah. right? Well, in the third scene, it's going to be a devil's three-way, a.k.a. guy, guy, girl. Uh, Eiffel Tower. And the guy, good news, will be of Lauren's choosing. It's going to be another grandpa. Gross. And Did that, you like an old person Eiffel Tower? Remember it? when we were in the Tiger King phase of the pandemic? It's like the beginning. It feels so long ago. It does. Now. It seems like more than a year. It seems more than a decade, really. We got a clip from the porno, by the way. We yeah, let me do. hear. <laughs> you old sailor, you! <laughs> With entertainment news, I'm trying to barba. I got you guys excited about wedding crashes, too. Baba gun. You, you old sailor, you. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Brandon's got an Am I the A-hole scenario that we're going to get to here in just a few minutes. I want to give you an update on the uh, COVID-19 spike that has been going on in El Paso and the uh, restaurant owners who, who don't want the city to go on a lockdown had their uh, day in court in front of Judge Moody yesterday, so I, I want to update that coming up here in just a few minutes. Here's a video I had to share because the little girl looks just like my daughter did at that age, and uh, this is a thing if you've ever had young kids and you've, you've talked to them about, you know, the differences between boys and girls. For some reason, they find that fascinating. And my daughter went through a period where she would ask everybody about their penis. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about at this same same age. 
So this little girl's sitting in her grandpa. Here, let me blow it up for you, Joanna, so you can see. And this was about the same age that my daughter went through that phase, but Uh she's sitting on her grandpa's lap. And it's clear that her mom or somebody had told her, you know, boys have this and girls Uh have that. And so he's putting on, he's lacing up her little ballet slippers and you know, she's in a little ballet. Oh, God, I miss my little kids. <laughs> but. I do. That's how. <laughs> Just give them something to do, man. Start spinning around. That's that's how you literally pivot. Let's see a twirl. Anyways. <laughs> Trust me, if you ever have little kids, you're going to realize they say stuff that's em- embarrassing but hilarious, and you just don't know whether to laugh or not. Uh, here's an update on COVID-19. Hospitals are near the breaking point, and that's according to the county, uh, City County Health Authority, Dr. Hector Ocaranza, um, who says, all right, now this is, uh, this is something I think everybody needs to hear. According to Dr. Ocaranza, our hospitals are near breaking point. We need everybody to do their part. Residents are asked to stay home if possible, take health safety precautions, and get tested if they suspect they were exposed to an infected person, which is very close to the advice that has been, I mean, that's pretty much what they've been saying for a long time, right? Yeah. Since the beginning. Stay home, take health safety precautions, that would include a mask, and uh, get tested if you think you were, you were near an infected person. The COVID-19 uh, cases, which we had a report this week, uh, and, and, and again, this doesn't mean that all these cases happen on the same day, but it does mean something when you get that many days in a row of such numbers, but 3,100 was uh, the number that we had earlier this week. Political fighting continues over the legality of El Paso County Judge Ricardo Samaniego's order shutting down non-essential businesses. This is from the El Paso Times today. The hearing took place in uh, Judge Moody's Court, 34th District Court, after a group of of 10 El Paso restaurant operators and the Texas Attorney General's Office uh, asked for an injunction halting the shutdown. Are we under shutdown order? Yes. Is Is it legit? We don't know. Nobody knows. People disagree. Uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton has argued the order is illegal because it goes against Governor Greg Abbott's statewide order to reopen businesses. County officials maintain that San Diego has the authority because El Paso County is in an emergency situation. Uh, Judge Moody uh, said that he would uh, give an opinion in 48 hours. So at the rate we're going, that's anywhere from 4,000 to 6,000 new cases of COVID-19. Although, even if you shut down, it's not like those numbers are going to disappear overnight, of course. No, that's why it's they want to do it for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and if you're wondering where doctors uh, stand on this issue, well, there was a letter from signed by a bunch of doctors by the El Paso County Medical Society yeah, you could probably go around and find a group of doctors who would signatory, uh, write, you know, sign on to something that disagrees with this. But this is what the uh, gist of the letter was, is something has got to be done to stop the spread of coronavirus 
in El Paso County. That, according to the El Paso County Medical Society, in a letter supporting a two-week stay-at-home order and the use of face coverings. Well, the face coverings have, have been part of it all along. Doctors are concerned about continuing dine-in services in restaurants and bars, large box stores with no monitoring of capacity and groups of friends and family meeting indoors without masks. So here's a quote from the letter. We're now in an emergent situation with hospitals at surge capacity and many frontline healthcare workers exhausted or becoming patients themselves. And the next line is, you know, really important. If this pace continues, we will not be able to care for those that need medical attention. So that's how the doctors stand on the issue, huh? The doctors who signed this letter on behalf of the El Paso Medical Society, yeah. Have you ever thought about how Governor Abbott stands on this issue? Not, uh, not cool. Not, uh, not cool to make fun of witches that don't have enough fingers. Not, uh, not cool what you're he doing. He said sir. I was doing that because I, I actually have his quote right here. All right. Uh, we're at, up at buzzadamshow.com. <laughs> what does he Jeez. say? Yeah, man. Like, who's the, who's the bad one there, huh? Well, I don't know. What does it well, say? Take it down the wrong way. He said, so he said at a press conference on October 25th, the county judge made clear that he had not been enforcing existing protocols allowed under law, despite the fact that these protocols are effective strategies to contain COVID-19 while allowing the businesses to stay open. Governor Abbott continued to say he failed to do his job and is now illegally shutting down entire businesses, which will cause further harm to El Pasoans who are already suffering economically due to the pandemic. These protocols proved effective to slow the spread over the summer and will work now, but only if they are enforced. Wait a minute. That's the that's what that Abbott was, says? That was, that was Governor Abbott. That sounds like he's on uh, Sam and Diego's side on this. No, right. he's talking about the protocols that they had in line prior to the oh. shutdown. He's say, he's so he's, say, say, he's saying the shutdown isn't necessary. He's saying that basically Samaniego didn't um, follow the protocols that was set forth by the state. So now Samaniego has to shut down. And that's and that's he, he's overcompensating for his lack of um, following the protocols before. I will not stand for this. And neither will Governor Abbott. Oh, see, there you go okay. again. Look at you. Why? Terrible uh... human being. <laughs> you wanted me to uh, give a shout out to Trans Mountain Emergency Room? Yeah, they shot us a message on the app. Um, if you download the KLAQ oh, app. Oh, sweet. We got to get that app in the mix more. Yeah. So if, you, if you send us a message over on the KLAQ app, um, somebody sent us a message from Trans Mountain um, Emergency. Um, um, the hell was I it? got it. Okay. Trans good. Mountain yeah. Uh, yeah, Emergency do. Room. There you go. Hey guys, I work over at Trans Mountain Emergency Room. I was hoping that you could give our team a shout out. The ICU is holding double our normal patients, so our ER is doubling as extra beds for them while they while still taking our emergency patients. They're amazing, tired, and need some encouragement. He, uh, this is from Tyler, who says, "I appreciate the show. Keep up the great stuff." Hey, all you heroes over at the Trans Mountain Emergency Room. Keep up what you're doing. It is heroic work. Yeah, you're doing good work over there, man. Yeah. Keep it up. You're doing amazing. Everybody's tired. Lives depend on it, as you surely know. But what you might not know is how much everyday El Pasoans appreciate it. Even if we don't have loved ones that have gone to the hospital or we ourselves have gone, the fact that everybody in there is somebody's son or daughter or mother or father brother or sister and uh 
you know, fellow El Pasoans, so we really appreciate all the work that they're doing over at Trans Mountain Emergency Room. And I'll uh, go ahead and say in emergency rooms and medical facilities all across El Paso County. Again, Thank you. Yeah, again, if you want to send us a message like that, just download the KLAQ app. It's free. You can get it for your iPhone. You can get it for your Android. Download it, and you can send us messages directly through that, which is how that person sent us that message. All right, you ready for uh, Am I the A-Hole? Let's do I've it. been waiting to hear this all morning long. a uh, scenario from somebody's real life that they wrote in. Was this one from Reddit? It is. All right. So the headline, am I the a-hole for allowing my 13-year-old to call a woman a bitch? All right. Hold on a second. Am I an a-hole for allowing my 13-year-old, 13-year-old boy or girl? I I mean, I think that matters. Um, (laughs) Let me see. Uh, I believe it's a a girl. Oh. Uh, I would have to hear more. Was well, but the whole point person... is you're supposed to c- jump to a conclusion with just the headline. Like, which way are you leaning? You're not committing to anything, but which way would you lean? Toward just... a, a hole, you should teach your kids to be more respectful of all people. Okay. All right. Here's the story. But, but I really need to hear you right Absolutely. Like a bitch? Okay, no. you're, you're doing what they keep doing on CNN when it comes to the, to, to the results where they're like, you know, this stuff's trending for Biden, this stuff's for, trending for Trump. But it's still not over. We don't know yet. I mean, no, obviously you're... It's called Cuomoing. <laughs> there you go. Obviously <laughs> your thoughts are going to, you know, could change on this. But I want to get an idea of which way you're leaning just based on the title. Sure. So here's the actual story. It says, I am a 34-year-old male. I have five kids, two biological, three adopted. I'm Haitian and my wife is mixed. She is white and Mexican. So I was at Target shopping with two of my daughters, 13 years old and 7 years old. They are both adopted from China. As we were looking at clothes for my seven-year-old, a woman, I'll call her Linda, came up to us and said, excuse me, are you their babysitter? Because I'm sure their parents would want you to be distancing. I replied, I'm their father. She looked shocked and then turned to my seven-year-old who has extreme social anxiety and said, honey, is this man your father? My seven-year-old didn't reply and just turned and hugged my leg. Linda rolled her eyes and turned to my 13-year-old and asked the same thing. Linda. She, obviously annoyed, replied, yes, he is. Then Linda said, I can see both of them are hesitant to answer. Or something along that line. I get this type of thing a lot, but it was starting to be a little bit more than normal. Then she said to me, how about you step away for a minute so she can tell me the truth? I was getting... Holy crap. Told you. Bitch. <laughs> See, so Joanna's on the side of the 13-year-old. What a bitch. I was getting pissed. I'm not, uh, hold on, I'm not on the side of the 13-year-old. Well, I was getting pissed and said, no, I'm staying right here with my children. She started saying things like, if you were really their father, you wouldn't be scared to let her answer. Oh my God, you know what this lady sounds like? One of these QAnon nut jobs. Hell yeah. My 13-year-old said something like, he's my dad, what do you want me to say? Can we keep shopping now? And Linda said, it's okay, honey, I'm here to help. Then an employee came over and asked if there was a problem. Linda basically said exactly what happened as if everything she was saying was perfectly reasonable. The employee basically (laughs) said for her to leave us alone. She insisted that he ask uh, for identification so I can prove we all have the same last name. Oh, my God. Now, 
here's where I could be. What the was the seven year old going to pull out the uh, driver's license? I know, right? Yeah. The employee said that we didn't have to do that. Finally, when it was over, Linda left the store and we went to check out. As we were leaving the store, Linda's car was parked in front, and I think I was. Wa- oh, and I think she was waiting for someone. My 13-year-old gave her the finger and called her a racist bitch. Now, I didn't encourage it because she rarely curses in public, and I didn't want to punish her. I was telling my sister everything, and she said I should have at least to my da- uh, at least said something to my daughter that even though she was mad, she shouldn't have cursed. But I don't think so. Am I the a-hole? I uh, definitely have an opinion on this. <laughs> I had a feeling you would. It may not be what you think it is, though. Do tell. Oh, go on. I think that he should have told her, hey, we don't do that. And he should have made sure that Linda saw it because that would have made her feel even smaller if he was like, hey, hey, that's not how your mom and I are raising you. You know, you got to be bigger than people like that. And if he'd done that and... Linda saw that happening. Ah, uh, like make a show of it. Like, no, we don't. We don't stoop do that. To their level. I want you to go over and apologize to this lady. You know, something like uh-huh. that. I mean, if anything, it would have made Linda. I, I maybe not because who knows? I think it would have made her feel about six inches tall. What are your thoughts? Six inches. Um, he probably should have said something like, "No, don't even bother with that." But it was a little justified that she did that. Oh, Linda's a bitch, and I'm all right saying it because I'm uh, not 13 years old, but <laughs> for sure. You know, the. the he's not the a hole. He's not. The, he's definitely not the no. a hole. Definitely not the a hole. Yeah, I mean, this much. is a very confusing and, and bewildering situation, I guess, for anybody to be in, but. Yeah, pretty much everybody. And I'm uh, armchair. It agrees with you. I'm armchair quarterback in this, of course. But I just think it would have. Uh, you know, made a point to this woman that, you know, this family is so much bigger than she is. Do you is. think he would have done that, Captain Last uh, Path of Least Resistance? Right. What? Yeah, I no. I mean, ah. I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just such a weird position to be put in. Well, some of the responses over on Reddit is the fir- the top one says, not the a-hole, which I think we can all agree. Not yeah. an a-hole. No. Well, Weird situation, And it for says, sure. while I'm all for not encouraging disrespect for, disrespectful or vulgar behavior, I think exceptions can be made. And this was the right time to make one. And then a whole bunch of people agreed with, the kid knows what happened and why. Uh, save swearing for special occasions. This qualifies. Um, I agree with all that. Another person said, that was my parents' policy on swearing. I only swore, um, I, I only swore a few times. Uh, but when it was warranted, you know, our our country in a lot of ways I think is getting better and better, and that that kind of comment from a, you know would have been more likely to happen thirty or forty years ago. Somebody here says there's a time and a place for that kind of behavior. This was it. Mm. Mm. You know, but the way to combat that kind of small mindedness is to take the high road so i you know i would go with uh, michelle obama's advice when they go low we go high and right i would have maybe in the car i would have said oh by the way she is a bitch and you were right but i you know just <laughs> i want to make a point here 
Um, Joanna, what do you think? Not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. Yeah, I think everybody pretty much agrees that uh, the, the dad's not the a-hole. I think the only thing that differs is whether or not he should have corrected his 13-year-old after the fact in the sense of, hey, either we don't do that, or I like the other people who are like, there are certain times where this is acceptable behavior, and this was it. Sure. But the one thing that you got to be I careful do not is fault. you can't, you can't mm-hmm. condone um, reacting with your emotions. But I think at that point, I don't think the 13-year-old was overreacting with her emotions. No. I mean, the woman was being the rude one here. Oh, God, yeah. But like like Michelle Obama said, you know, go high. That's the that's the way you win. So you know what? Good good for the good for the daughter for sticking up for herself. Yeah. But you know, it's a learning moment, I think. And he says this woman's name was Linda. He, just, he made it up. He yeah, no, it wasn't actually Linda. Linda. He's, I think you know he, what her name he is. didn't want to go down the Karen route, so her name's Karen. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We've only got a few moments to wrap up with the Mosho calendar dealing with Mackin events here in just a few minutes. Today is National Redhead Day, so to all the redheads out there, especially the redheaded ladies, how are you doing? <laughs> how do you do this? People on a full Southwest flight going from Nashville to Las Vegas had to leave the plane when a woman refused to wear a mask and refused to get off. I mean, what's your deal that you're willing to delay like 200, 300 people? Just because you don't want to wear a mask. When you, At that point, it's not even about the you mask. You most likely had to wear one anyway. When what? Like, like you knew going into it, you were going to have to wear a mask. I think it's got to be, you know, it's going to happen and you just feel like it's so important to make your stupid statement. No, I'm going to take a stand with this thing. (gasps) Well, here's uh, about the most only in 2020 story uh, for you. There was a bank robbery. A guy in his 30s, possibly early 40s, went into a Chase Bank branch in Fallbrook, California. And he wasn't wearing a mask. <laughs> so the teller what? told, he said that it was a robbery. He was going to rob the bank. The teller told him not until he put on a mask. And this does not come from the onion. <laughs> so the guy did it. <laughs> he put on a mask. A, and, good okay. Lord. And guess what? Then he robbed the place. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They've got pictures. So this is him without the mask on, Joanna. Okay. And this is him with the mask, and I guess that's the teller who told him you got to put on a mask. Uh, 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 uh. No, no, no. You do not rob this bank without a mask. Sir, sir you need a mask. Imagine trying to explain that to yourself in 2019. Like going back to your 2019 self and saying, okay, so here's what happened in a bank. <laughs>